I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Do your own research. Consult a professional investment advisor before making any investment decisions. This show is for entertainment only. Faites vos propres recherches. Here we are. In another episode. And the Simple Success Podcast. And this is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. I have a quick question about the subject today. But you have a statement as well, right? You always encourage me to ask. Plus, you've told me countless times that asking is not stupidity. Yeah, that's right. If you don't ask, you will never know. Smart people keep the questions coming. What is Kelsey? The official translation, s'il vous plaît. Kelsey is the first federally regulated exchange for trading on real world events. It might just be the ultimate in futures markets. Futures markets? You mean gambling? You mean real-world events like elections? Absolutely. Who would have guessed that real-world events would be used to trade in an online market? Well, lots of people, I'm thinking, although it hasn't been made into reality yet. So, what are examples of other events? Inflation, federal interest rates, peak mortgage rates, approval ratings, big court cases, unemployment, you know. Goodness! Even COVID-19? Sure. It's a real-world event, isn't it? I'm aware that in cases like this, some of us are sensitive and feel like they are no-go zones. But, but it's not being done to make light of other people's suffering. Besides, we empathize with everyone who's been affected like that. Every cloud has a silver lining, right? Right. Kalshi has broadened the definition of what a tradable asset is, so you can trade on a collection of markets that matter to you. We're sure living in interesting times. Not just interesting, but times that are opening portals of opportunities as exclusive markets that were formerly unthought of or unheard of. The world is advancing at a faster pace than ever before in human history. You blink and you miss it. That's one of the risks of an unbiased market. You've got to stay alert. Otherwise, you will miss investment opportunities. Kalshi is the next evolution of regulated commodities unlocking general events trading for all. Or will I be a last-minute straggler? playing catch-up to others who are far ahead. What was the driving thought behind Kalshi? The founders believed that people should be able to capitalize on what they know and have opinions on. It's that simple. And simple is what we're all about. Right. I have found out that most of the great ideas in life are simple. And Kalshi makes it possible to capitalize by expanding what people can trade on and allowing them to trade in the domain of everyday knowledge. Aren't opinions and everyday knowledge extremely slippery slopes? I know what you mean, but even stocks are based on expert opinions and everyday market knowledge and market forces. They follow rules similar to the role of commodity markets. I must confess that, though you've put me through the paces many times, I still don't exactly know how stocks work. Okay, stocks are imperfect trading tools because they're influenced by many factors. With Kalshi, you filter out the noise and trade events on your terms. I think I'm so used to matters of investments being the preserve of a chosen few with special knowledge. I have trouble getting used to new ideas. I don't blame you, DT. That's human nature. Now, there's an entire chapter 
in Think and Grow Rich dedicated to special knowledge, but we'll get to that later. For now, we doubt new ideas and are closed-minded to concepts that come to disrupt our reality. I think I'm living up to my name. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. It happens even to the best among us. We lose some and in the process learn our lessons and going forward make better decisions. One of the biggest lessons I've learned in the past decade is that disruption is here with us and... And you better adapt or die. Oh, right. How is Kelsey different from gambling? That's a good question. And questions are always welcome, especially if you're dealing with something that's new to you. From where I stand, Kelsey and gambling seem to be one and the same thing. Actually not. They're different like day and night. Kelsey is developing a new asset class called event contracts and a financial exchange for trading on the outcome of events. Thanks for clearing that up. As time goes on, the definition of an asset keeps evolving. I second that observation. I think this is because innovators are responding to what life's throwing at them. In this case, they're turning what appear to be liabilities into assets. I'm going to start looking at challenges in a different light. I have always looked at challenges as hindrances. It boils down to changing your perspective. If you change your perspective, you can alter the course of your life and, if you're fortunate, that of humanity. Your affirmative words Make me like I want to go out there and change the world. Change starts with a man in the mirror. And a change of fortunes can start with what they're calling an event contract. I want to know everything there is to know about. Okay, but first let's all listen to... Break number one. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast. Financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us, please subscribe to us in your favorite podcast player. You can find us on both the App Store and the Play Store because our message is for everyone. Leave a rating for us, or even better, tell a friend. Whichever you choose, thank you so much for helping us do this for you. To leave us a written message, which just might lead to more in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes to find our subreddits. There is also our Facebook group page, Twitter, and other ways which we'll tell you about from time to time. You can also find an Easter egg every so often, so listen closely. Thank you again, and keep those constructive ideas coming. Fortunately, we write this to include the importance of the breaks, so we didn't have to miss anything. In the previous section, though, you cleared up some things and helped me get rid of my doubts. Now, tell me more about an event contract. Event contracts are traded in markets between members of Kalshi. Just that single list of investors? Yep. Investing in a Kalshi market means investing in your opinion about a particular topic, global event, or trend. I like simplicity. This isn't Greek to me. Each market has two sides, yes and no, which cover each possible answer to the question. As an investor, you buy contracts based on whether you believe the answer to the market question will be yes or no. What happens after the market closes? I know that's an issue in mutual funds. After the market closes, your side of the contract settles to $1. If your answer is right, $0 otherwise. Now, let's talk about money. Did I hear you say $1 or did you misspeak? Money talk is right up my alley, my friend. So let's do this. 
you heard me right. You can start trading with less than, drumroll, one dollar. Get out of here. One dollar? Shut up. That just goes to show that there's no small money, only small minds. You can say that again. This means this opportunity is open to everyone. It also demystifies the myth that one needs tons of money to invest. It also means I won't have any excuses for not grabbing the opportunity. I mean, one can only make so many lame excuses. I'll hold you to your promise that you won't make any more excuses. Here's an example of how it works. Imagine that you're a New York City resident. You would be interested in whether rent prices will increase next month. Are you kidding me? In the Big Apple, rent increases by the minute. So the answer is a big, fat yes. If you say the answer is yes, you buy a hundred contracts on the yes side for the corresponding Calshi market. And then what? I smile all the way to the bank. A month later, the data proves you right and you receive $100 for your investment. That's how that works. To me, it seems like Anyone can knock this ball out of the park with their eyes closed. Has Kelshi put any safeguards in place? Yes, they have. The price of the contract fluctuates and reflects the difference in demand for yes or no. That's pretty solid. It is. For example, the price for the yes side will be higher if more investors want to buy yes and lower if more believe in no. In this way, event contracts aggregate opinions and predictions across all investors. How does Kalshi make money? Good question. Kalshi makes money through a transaction fee based on the expected earnings of a contract. How is it structured? The fee is only paid by liquidity takers who are agreeing to buy or sell a specific contract that was set up by a liquidity maker. A liquidity maker. Okay, you'll have to define that later. For now, how are my funds handled from deposit to withdrawal? Kalshi has partnered with a federally regulated clearinghouse to ensure trades for every member. A clearinghouse? Yes, a clearinghouse. It serves as an intermediary between two parties that are engaging in a financial transaction or exchange of assets. Why is a clearinghouse so important? Can't any bank do this? The primary purpose of a clearinghouse is to ensure that both parties fulfill their obligations to the other, providing stability and peace of mind during the transaction. I'm all for stability and peace of mind regarding business transactions. And the use of a clearinghouse is crucial in upholding the stability of a financial market. Can you please give me an example? I can. For example, let's pretend there's an investor named DT and... <clears throat> And he wishes to sell 500 shares of Apple to another investor named, oh, me. Being called an investor sounds really good. Can you start referring to me like that henceforth? Okay, I will. If that will add fire to your belly, the participating clearinghouse will ensure that our fictional investor DT will receives the appropriate amount for his shares in Apple and that me will receive the 500 shares from investor DT. I see. It's all about transparency. That's part of it. And without a clearinghouse, investor DT would be unable to confirm that me possesses the necessary funds to purchase the stock. Oh, I like that. That gives investor DT peace of mind. And that's good. That's good. Me would also be unsure 
if the shares would be transferred to him following payment to investor DT. This uncertainty could put the whole transaction in jeopardy. Yeah, I hardly sleep a wink whenever I'm uncertain about a business dealing. You're not alone. If markets are uncertain, there can be mass hysteria and people doing deals out of panic. I'm going to be honest. This is the first time I'm learning about Kelsey. Am I the one who's late to the party? Or what? Well, while you were away visiting your friends, the Flintstones... <laughs> I get it. You're politely telling me that I've been living under a rock. Living under a rock? No, not at all. Everyone needs a lot of exposure to things, and you're such a good sport. I wouldn't ask for another sidekick. You have to keep your ears to the ground. Otherwise, you'll miss great investment opportunities. Living under a rock can also mean closing oneself from the world. There are people who do that, consciously or not. And that's the importance of networking, especially in investing. Someone in your circle may know something you don't know about, and they'll give you a heads up. That's part of what a real mastermind is about. I know the power of networking. One of my friends keeps saying that a network is someone's net worth. That's such an apt statement. At times, it takes one's network to get one's foot in the door, whereas without that network, it would have taken ages. Tell me more. I'll do just that, but... But first, break number two. We know a lot about you already, because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to a hard podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing? I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app and from whatever place you like. And don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno, civil. Also remember, this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. I'll cut straight to the chase. What is today's simple solution and be sure to tie every lesson to investing i know the drill i have learned that in investing however bleak things might be i should always look for a silver lining that's good it's not always doom and gloom it's winston churchill who said we shouldn't waste a good crisis right yeah in the past whenever my investment flopped i would feel like it was the end of the world but such events can be transitioned for newer and better prospects for an investment. You take the cards that life has dealt you and you play again. I have also learned that I should not be afraid to embrace new investment concepts. And that's also good. We're living in a time when people are coming up with new investment ideas almost on a daily basis. We dealt with fear in an earlier episode, and I know you're more courageous to seize opportunities now. You're talking about courage? Wow, I'm courage personified. I'm glad to hear that, TD. But 
Of course, you need to do your due diligence before you do any investment. As is said, look before you leap. The golden rule is don't just reject investing opportunities outright. Do you have an example of someone who rejected an investment opportunity? I do. Shaquille O'Neal, the retired basketball player, he recently said that he was offered an opportunity to partner at Starbucks early on, but he turned it down. Why? That seems like an open and shut case. Yes, because then is now. And that's what it seems like after the fact. Or to someone who has all the facts in advance, Shaq said he rejected it because he thought that from where he came, folks didn't drink coffee. Magic Johnson seized the opportunity, and Shaq still regrets not doing that. That's a bummer. I'd regret it too. Et toi? I have learned that one can grow wealth one dollar at a time. And to add on what you've said, every dollar counts. Yes, and don't despise that one humble dollar. It can be the start to hundreds of thousands more. Fortunately, I've been taught to respect every red cent. I live with that maxim. If it's legal tender, I respect it, regardless of its size. Some people have learned the hard way about financial literacy. And sometimes the hard way is through a massive loss, right? Sometimes, but it's all experience. It's called the school of hard knocks. If I can avoid it, that's one school I wouldn't want to attend. What else you got? The other lesson I've learned is that in investing, one should be prepared for any outcome. In business, the only straight lines are the ones found in a balance sheet. <laughs> that's both smart and deep. I will borrow that quote and drop it at one of my speaking engagements. And you're right. A business often has twists and turns like that. What happens if I only expect the best in an investment? That's akin to setting yourself up for disappointment and catastrophic failure. You've got to be prepared to take the heat. If you're not so prepared, get out of the kitchen. It's as simple as that. Positive. Like with all simple solutions, it's as simple as that. That's the nature of doing business. If you keep it real, it will prevent people from having unrealistic expectations. It's not always a walk in the park, but it's a walk that is still worth it. I hope everyone is taking as many notes as me. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Me. Do you have more for us? Certainly. In investing, if and when circumstances demand, you should be ready to adapt. Otherwise, your investment might become extinct. I am being shown how to adapt each day. Adapting has become a facet of everyday life. Investing has drastically changed from what it used to be back in the old days. If you are still relying on the old model, you're in for a shock. But there are still some things we can learn from the old models, right? Yeah, you're right. In investing, we learn from anything and everything. That's good. You can't keep flogging a dead horse. What do I do with it? You skin it and you sell the hide. I mean, do something with it that will drive your investment forward. Anything else you want to share? One last thing. In investing, you should know that there are other people who might have better ideas. Even if you're a genius, you can always learn something new from others. That's what Kalshi's taught us. I have learned some valuable lessons from the least likely of people. That's why I never look down upon anyone. And that is what smart people do, because they know that iron sharpens iron. If you think you're Iron Man and you don't need sharpening, sooner or later, you'll be blunt and rusty. But in this podcast, 
We practice and repeat and we sharpen each other. Which is how you've all gotten good. Gracias por escuchar. Salut. À la prochaine. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes... Techno King, John C. Brandy, Alter Ego, Doubting Thomas, Fact Checker, A Small Brown Beef Animal, Seriously, Tiny, Facts Are Important But Are Also Easy, Social Manager, Abraham Lincoln, Media Expert, Augustus Caesar, Psychologist, William James, Sound Designer, Adobe's Creative Suite, Spanish Consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy, French Consultant, Leah, The Do Your Own Research Lady, Videographer, Eto Monkoshki, Audio Props, Les Paul, Inspiration, Many Podcasts and Other Sources and of course Napoleon Hill, We also have websites, and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message. But, of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to get the links and stuff. And all those clickable links are in the show notes. And before we forget, the artificial intelligence or AI voices that you hear in our work are offered up by Google, Amazon Polly, and OpenAI like we say in the show notes. They don't sponsor us yet, but we love what they do, and we just love what AI can do when lovingly crafted. Finally, you can find us on Protmatch.com, Matchmaker.fm, Podbooker, and Podcast Guests, where we consider guests and consider guesting on other people's shows. And really, finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Bensound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, as well as from AI MuseNet. The sound effect credits go to Jackson Academy Ashmore, Canusi G, Dr. Jekyll. Joe Payne, Everything Sounds, MK Play More Stories, ERH, Sand Emotions, Big Pickle 51, and Just Kidding, yes that's his or her name, all on freesound.org, also, languages are the bomb. Paul.